Welcome to the Hackberry House of Chosun. My name is Bob. I'm reading today from the November issue of the Voice of the Martyrs newsletter slash magazine. Our story today is entitled A Bride's Witness. And I want to remind you that the November issue of the VOM magazine is dedicated to young people. To young people. Listen carefully. A Bride's Witness. This is from Laos. Malaiwan's eyes filled with tears as she recalled the moment her father ordered her to leave. He was so angry, she said. The village leader did not like that I had become a Christian. At age 16, she packed her bags and walked to a bus stop alone. Four years earlier, Malaiwan had placed her faith in Christ after struggling with an illness that baffled doctors. She had occasionally met Christians from other villages who told her that Jesus died on the cross for her sins and that he could heal her. And when she put her faith in him, those claims proved true. I prayed to the Lord, and he healed me, she said. As a new Christian, Malewan began attending a small, newly formed church in her Laotian village. And then one morning, village leaders interrupted their worship service just as they were beginning the opening prayer. They came in a big car, and we were scared, Malewan recalled. In Laos, Christians like Malewan often face intimidation and opposition for their faith. Laos is a communist country where about 60% of the people consider themselves Buddhists. But people in villages like Malewans often practice a syncretistic religion of Buddhism mixed with tribal animism. And only 4% of Laotians are Christians. Village authorities took Malewan and the other church members to the village hall, where the Christians endured hours of shouting and scolding from police, the village leader, and even some of their parents. Then authorities ordered the Christians to sign a document renouncing their faith. I wanted to follow Jesus, Malewan said, but at the same time I was thinking of my parents. Several church members eventually signed the document, but Malewan would not deny Christ. Village leaders soon began to pressure Malewan's father, Sung, about his daughter's Christian faith, and he finally ordered her to leave. Malewan moved in with some Christians in another area, where she joined a local church and began to grow in faith. As a young woman, she prayed that she would marry a Christian man. I wanted to marry someone who would want to live together for the Lord, she said. Malewan's prayer was answered when she met her future husband, Keao, at church. Although Keao had grown up in a difficult home, Malewan noticed that he was different from other men. He loves the Lord, she said. He goes to the church regularly. He does not hit me or scold me. Eight years had passed since Malewan had left home and she wondered whether to invite her parents to their Christian wedding. I asked the Lord for wisdom on how to ask or what to say to my parents, she said, and after sensing the Lord telling her not to be afraid, she invited her family. A few relatives refused to attend the wedding, but Malewan's parents were there. The Christian wedding held at a church was a new experience for them. We wore traditional clothes, Malewan said, but we conducted the wedding in a Christian way where we do not honor the spirits. Malewan said her father was deeply affected by the love and joy he experienced during the Christian wedding ceremony and festivities. 
The next morning, right after the wedding, he wanted to accept Christ. Molly once said this with a laugh. She had been praying for many months that her father's heart would soften toward the Lord. I was excited, she said. I was extremely happy. My father accepted Jesus. I told my friends who were praying specifically for this. They said, really? Is it real? Did it really happen? I told them, yes. Yes, it is real. After coming to faith in Christ, Sung gave up alcohol and started attending church in another village. And soon, several of Maliwan's siblings also became Christians. When Sung and his family left their village to attend church on Sunday morning, they wore work clothes to avoid suspicion. But as Sung stopped participating in rituals in which villagers sought the blessing of ancestral spirits, the community began to persecute him just as they had persecuted his daughter years before. One Laotian ritual in which Sung refused to participate, called a baki or, or tie-the-knot ceremony, involves summoning spirits to bring good luck. During the ceremony, a white cord or cloth is tied around participants in the belief that the spirits and good fortune will linger upon those people and their town. Many villagers grew angry when Sung refused to participate in the Baki rituals. The villagers said, My family must all stop believing in Christ, Maliwan said. The villagers fear that if someone gets sick and there's a Christian in the village, they are the cause, the Christian. They say Christianity is not a good thing. In light of the villagers' ongoing resentment, Maliwan requested prayer that her father and Christian siblings will stand firm in their faith, regardless of persecution, and that her mother will also come to know Christ. Maliwan said she never expected persecution when she placed her faith in Christ, but now understands that it is part of the Christian life. Persecution? Oh, yes, of course, she said. It's part of our faith. It's what the Bible says. We will face persecution from those who do not like us. We must be patient through this. That's a bride's witness from Laos. Wonderful story. You want to be put on the mailing list and receive free your own copy of the VOM newsletter, just contact them, vom.org, let them know. This is the Hackberry House of Chosun, and this audio is being released on the 10th of December, 2022. Lord willing, we'll talk again real soon. Bye-bye.